Good morning. It is the Clary Podcast, and the old captain is tired. Very tired. Very, very tired. When is he tired? He's tired at 11 a.m. because that's the life that Cappy leads. I didn't even, I didn't even like necessarily party. I just stayed up too late. That was the problem. And the old captain woke up, and the old captain did not feel like doing anything today. The old captain looked forth at his day and said, Fuck it. I don't want to work. I don't want to work out. I don't want to write. I don't want to produce anything of value. All I want to do is complain about my problems to the interwebs. I want to spew my problems on the interweb. Actually, I don't really do that, do I? Maybe I complain here and there, but I don't really like, oh my god, this and that, and this, and I'm a female, and then Bobby didn't call me back, and then Amy didn't show up at my party. Uh, but yeah, the captain is, um, and I said, I'm not leaving my bed, I'm not leaving my bed. And then I look to my right, the captain looketh to his right, and he saweth the laptop, with oddly enough, the, the microphone. Uh, right next to it. I'm at my buddy's place. There's like no furniture. He's he got this place recently, and he has no furniture. We got what? We got one couch, kind of a futon for people to crash on. He's got his punching bag in the other room, and then I'm just sleeping on the uh, on uh, the futon. Uh, and then there's this other room where I kind of throw my clothes and stuff to keep it out of the main foyer. For those of you who are French, uh, and Sturzinger. <clears throat> and then, um, I was like, oh, here it is. Oh, I'll just grab it and start recording. And then this is good. This is it. This is going to be my contribution to GDP today. That's it. That's going to be all there is the captain does today. Captain's going to lie down and do absolutely nothing. Been busting my ass off too long. Way too long. This is where I'd like to consult. Not necessarily the elders. Um, they'll certainly... Hang on, I got something in my teeth. Ah, got it. What is that? Oh my god, it's alive. Ah. That's why I'd like to consult my elders like... Uh, P.D. Megan. Uh, Rolo Tomasi. Terrence Pop. Terrence Pop, I would love... Dude, I, I I should just I should just make the hop over there and go visit Terrence. He's only a day's drive away, and I know you faggots aren't ever gonna go come visit me. I, I admittedly, though, some of you have some of you. Hey, I'm in town. And okay, I got it. Yep, and I will. But those of you, you know, I'm talking the the professional YouTubers. Go visit Terrence. Oh, ah. and um. Uh, Ed Ladmore. Ed Ladmore is not older than me, but I, I would say he's wiser. Depends the path you take, how heights of climbs you do, and I um, be very curious as to how those guys, like what you do during the day. Like you wake up. Like what? What is it? Like now? I know everybody's kind of got a job. Terrence got a job. Rolo is an entrepreneur. I'd I'd love to. Maybe I should just drive up there and visit him. Maybe I should do that. Take a look at the weather. Maybe drive my bike up there. Visit Atham. That Mexican fuck. We love you. 
We love you, Anthem. You're our Mexican fuck. <laughs> I can tell the captains. I, I'm sorry, guys. This is just what I want to do when I'm I'm barely cognizant right now. Uh, but getting back to my original point, I would love to tap their wisdom. Love to tap their wisdom. Who was the other guy? Dennis. Dennis is out in California. John Grant's out in California. All you old fuckers. You know what? Screw you guys. Why don't you guys come here to Vegas? The flights are cheap. The flights are cheap. What? Why do I got to go to... Okay. Terrence Pop is in Michigan. What the hell is in Michigan? Jack Shitall is over in Michigan. Uh, Dennis Megan is over in uh, California. He's like, oh, you know, there's some nice parts of California. Yeah, I, I know you guys over in California who aren't communist sucking gay dick. All right. Okay. Yeah. Oh, there's, there's, I, there is nice stuff in California. I don't want to go to California. I don't want to give those liberal communists fuck a penny of my tourist dollars. And I've been to California. I love San Diego. Love it. If it wasn't filled with a bunch of trust fund baby, white swipple, parasitic fucks, not to mention illegal aliens. And actually, I like the illegal aliens more than the white parasitic fucks because at least the illegal aliens work. I'm going to, I'm going to tip my hat. In that one regard, um, I, I, I was like, yeah, okay, I got to admit, you're picking fruit. You're uh, you're blow-drying the, I don't know what they do in the Southwest here. I'm still trying to figure that out. I always see Mexicans. Not white people, by the way. Not white kids, because that's too beneath them. That's too beneath the white children to actually go out there with the, the blowing device. Um, I got one in the garage here for my buddy. Um the leaf blower? Is that what it's called? You blow the leaves. Whatever. Uh, it ain't It ain't some 16, 15, 14-year-old kid doing that. Nope. It's full-grown adult Mexicans. Well, you know, sorry. They're the ones contributing to GDP, and you're sitting there on your fucking phone, so go fuck yourself, you little iPhone faggot. <clears throat> anyway, that's basically San Diego is... Uh, Mexicans who work and white people who just, eh, I'm going to sit my espresso. Sit my espresso. Is it Catalina Island I was on? I was visiting a buddy. And, you you know, this is the hoity-toity with the fancy schmancy and the oopty-loopty. And I go down. I woke up early because, you know, I'm on Central Time. Everybody's on Central Time. And the GF, she's like... <laughs> You think, oh my god, are F-22s landing with those? Oh no, it's just my girlfriend snoring. Well, okay, I guess Aaron's going to get up. So Aaron goes down and gets the coffee down. You come down off the mountainous island. You go down towards the beach. And um, got myself some coffee. And you just look and it's baby boomer trust fund faggot after baby boomer trust fund faggot. And, like, you don't work. You, you could just tell. You could tell by the lack of testosterone in the men and, like, the short haircuts and the just the, just, just the lack of upkeep of the women. Like, you don't work. You don't work. You don't work. You either are all on government dimes. Imagine all the women on Catalina. Is it Catalina Island? Hang on. No, it's not Catalina. Hang on. Let's, let's get serious. Let's get, hang on. Let me look this up. Hang on. Set that down. Oh, that's not Google. I typed in something that was not Google. There we go, Google. And much as I hate Google, they have the best maps. San Diego. San Diego. 
there you go. Let's click on that. <clears throat> it's the peninsula that covers Coronado Island. Or peninsula. It was the Coronado military base. Or was it Point Loma? Point Loma. La Playa? Yeah, okay, so you go to like, all right, for those of you in San Diego, Atham, look this up. You're on the maps always. So there's like this little peninsula that like a penis harbors Coronado Island, but technically a peninsula. Been there. The Hotel de Coronado is there where they filmed, uh, I should grab the microphone, where they filmed some like it hot. Okay, so Point Loma, that's where all the surfers are. And you just that that entire that entire peninsula is spoiled trust fund baby boomer shit. And you go you get your coffee down there and you look at like I I'll admit this. I'll admit this. The men are in shape. If you're a 65-year-old male, you wish you looked like these guys down there. But if I had a trust fund account and all I did was surf all day, I'd look like that. I would look like that tan, that nice tan with that silver gray hair, that mane, and like, oh, dude, man, I watched Point Break, and I was in my 40s when it came out, dude. The guys who created Dude are over there. But the women, woo! Yeesh. They look like gals who are, um, what do they call them? Not Zodiac people. The tarot card readers. Fortune tellers. All the women down there at Point Loma look like fortune tellers. I will read your secrets because my World War II generation parents paid for everything. Can you tell I hate the fucking baby boomers? Got somebody who was complaining about the baby Me complaining about the baby boomers. Like, you always complain about the baby boomers and millennials and women. Yeah! What exactly am I supposed to do? Like, see, if if a, humanity has a psychology, I don't know, for self-survival? For progress? To, like, not die? And in the World War II era, it's like, we thought, we thought about, we, we, we pontificated, if that's a word, about things like landing on the moon, curing diseases, like that that's what we did. And today, to show you the cultural denigration, we worry about microaggressions. <clears throat> we need a safe space. There's a segment of the population that I think is alienating the left, I might add. I might even add that they're alienating the left where they always look to be offended or they look to have their own little special group. They added a K into the LGBTQTTDWWDXDXDWD. They added a K because it's kink. And if you, this is a sign of hope. This is a sign of hope from the left. Although I do believe the... Um, I, I think the gay community, not recently, when they all decided to vote for uh, Hillary Clinton, though Trump was pro-gay marriage, uh, there is a segment of the at least non-conforming left, shall we say non-binary left, uh, that are sick and tired of the constant. Like it, it was a sign of hope. It was very nice. There was an article. I wish I could have read it. Um, you know what? Hang on. Let me find it. I got my own podcast here. I do my thing. I do my stuff. I'm in command of this 
operation. Oh, I just want to go back to bed. Maybe that's what the old captain will do. All right, I couldn't find it. Um, but it was one of those standard articles. And if you if you went through the comment section, the gay community was like, dude, what what the hell? What the And here it is. I, I just pulled this up. Now admittedly this is from the National Review, but this this is not you can look it up. It is you know, LGBT. I, I, I was just why can't you just say non binary? But it shows you, you see, and this is the nomenclature. Is that the word nomenclature? The naming uh, convention? It shows you how sad these people's lives are. And it makes me question whether they're actually whatever gender they say. Because if you are like, okay, if you're a logical, non straight person, you'd say, okay, I'm gay, I'm lesbian, I'm trans, bi, whatever, okay, and you're a normal person outside the, the sexuality. You're like, okay, I'm just this normal dude and I like to bang guys. You're going to like say, ah, that, that's that's pretty important to me, yeah, that's why, but I'm not going to like live my life by this identity. You would generally recognize and acknowledge, okay, 97, 98% of the population is straight. And I happen to be unique. I have to be a statistical oddity. It doesn't mean you're bad. doesn't mean you're a freak. just means you're a statistical oddity. And you look and you say, the majority of people out there are, are straight, but we're, you know, whatever, for whatever reasons, we're not. And we would just kind of summarize it, uh, this remaining 2 or 3%, as non-conforming. You could split it down a little bit. Okay, well, I like, I like girls. I like boys. I like both gay, straight, bi. And you would you would be okay with a, a non-conforming or a non-binary label, but but because millennials and this is the thing I heard it on the great one himself they did a survey over at uh, Colorado State University up there in Fort Collins where twelve percent of millennials did not identify as straight. Now okay, I'll, I'll, fine, whatever it is that twelve percent, but they all decided to go with it wasn't bi or or gay or trans. It was pan, sapio, whatever suffix they add to sexual. And what you realize with this title here, I'm reading it now. Here, here's the thing. LGBTQQICAPF2K+. What that tells me is that you people, they're, they're supposers. They're supposers in the non-binary community. And for those who are gay, bi, trans, whatever, like legitimately so, you ought to be pissed off with, frankly, white spoiled swipple people, millennial spoiled brats from the suburbs coming and saying, oh my God, and what if you too? When they just, it's a guy that wants to fuck a pussy and it's a girl that wants to suck dick. And what they're doing is they're co-opting the non-binary, gay, bi, whatever, community so that they can have some kind of value. Because again, And this is the point. If you were not straight, you just say, eh, okay, I'm not straight. You'd find your your cove, your niche. You'd find yourself whatever you are. You say, well, I'm just not, I'm not conforming. I'm not binary. But the fact we keep adding letters to the acronym LGBT, I'm reading it, guys, L-B-G-T-Q-Q-I-C-A-P-F-2-K+. It no longer has anything to do with the actual group of people that might not have 
straight sexuality. It is now a, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? A den, a hideout, an excuse for people who are lazy, inferior, co-opting, scummy, slime, to belong to a group that they don't actually belong to because they're not intellectually honest about their sexuality. They're using it as a as as a device, as a as a supplement, as a surrogate, as a uh, uh, what's it called? A substitute for value. They have no value in life. These are the worst people you guys could ever imagine in the non-binary community. Let's say gay and bi and trans. To have these millennial fucks come in. And say, well, I'm Sapio, and I'm like, with you, I'm totally down, sister. They're not your friends. They're not your friends. They're using it to avoid real work in the in the real world. Again, again, the the great talented Mr. Lee, he's gay. You know what? That doesn't define him. Aside from him being gay, you know, like Aaron, describe Mr. Lee. I wouldn't lead off with gay, you know? And by the way, if any of you happen to be gay in the community and are looking for a very incredibly intelligent man who's in great shape, 50 years old, Vietnamese, let me know. I'll set you up with him. I don't lead off with my best friend like, oh, he's gay. That's not how I would describe him. I lead off, oh, dude, this guy is a fucking whack. (laughs) He's... He's the most talented, brilliant artist I've ever seen. And I don't hang out with a lot of artists, but like you go to the Walker Art Center or any one of these, you know, trust fund baby dumpsters, and that's what it is it's a garbage depot, the dump, where where spoiled rich kids vomit up their crappy art and they dump it out there like oh, that's shit, man. That, that's crap. Uh the talented if I had to like the the first thing I would list about my, my buddy is just what a brilliant and talented artist he is. Like, he does... No one comes close. Like, I, he can paint. He can sculpt. I looked at it. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Now, just as good as he's a talented artist, he's horrible at business. Horrible at business. I'm like, Con, you got to use this internet thing to show your wares and paint. All right. The guy can make millions if he wanted to. He just he just doesn't have the the business acumen or or savvy. Uh, but I would lead by telling you about that. What else? The next thing I would talk about my buddy is that what an amazing hiker and an athlete he is. He truly is an athlete. Um, the old captain works out, especially out here in the south. I work out regularly. I am I, and I even had to take a break. That's why I'm doing this. Um, but when when you say well, what's the next thing you would you would talk about the talented Mr. Lee. I would say his ability to hike and be in physical shape. This guy did rim to rim to rim. Hiked across the Grand Canyon, hiked back in 16 hours. Now, I know the record is like four for some, some freakish looking nature guy. You can look him up. But that's that's an accomplishment. It's not whether he likes pussy or dick. And the third thing you'd have to say about the talented Mr. Lee is his personality which is one of the most charming and playful and one of his sexuality ne- does even is like oh and by the way side note footnote asterisk he sucks dick <laughs> that's it 
And it doesn't have any bearing on the quality and caliber of person he is. He just happens to bang men. That's it. And that's a true non-binary person. And there, I th- and that's why I claim is the majority of lesbian, bi, gay, trans... Well, maybe not lesbians. The women just... They seem to be completely co-opted into feminism there. Uh, but I would say the majority, certainly 85, 90% of the gay men out there, and I'd say 60, 65% of the women out there <clears throat> who are not straight fall into this category. And you saw it. You saw it in the comments section. They're like, dude, what the hell is this? They're, they're normal. They're normal. I know a lot of you people down there in Alabama... Those of you who happen to be Christian too much, so, uh, you know, you don't believe in the, for, you know, hate the sin, forgive the sinner type of thing. Uh, where was I going with that? They're normal. That's what I was going to say. They hate this as much as anybody else. They identify, they realize that these are inferior people who are by all means probably straight and mentally, mentally ill, genuinely mentally ill trying to sneak their way into... And that's the thing is that they're parasites. They're lazy. They're scum. They're filth. They, they don't want to work. And they, like if you're an actual gay person or trans whatever, that's, that's what you really are. And here you have some millennial fuck like Lacey Green. Lacey Green is the perfect example. She's straight. She's straight. So I'm a sapio pansexual, whatever the fuck that means to get attention whoring, to identify, to get some kind of meaning or false agency and purpose in life because they just don't want to work a real job. you got to hate those people. And then they're coming in, weaseling their way in like a parasite, a leech trying to bite into you and suck your blood out. And that's what they're trying to do. Fuck them. I don't know what this has to do with baby boomers over in Point Loma. We kind of tangented a little bit, but that's, that's what it is. Don't want to do sponsors. Yeah, I should probably do sponsors. Old Captain probably has to do sponsors. It's going to be a real shit because I wasn't planning on doing this podcast here. I'm just going to do this really quickly. Um, XYZ.net.au for those of you who happen to be in Australia and you are uh, looking for the red pill. Basically, XYZ.net.au is the red pill website, the flagship website of Australia's thinking community. You non-thinkers in Australia, you just go and believe in whatever. We gotta let all the aboriginals in. Not aboriginals. Pakistanis and Afghanis in. I don't know why you guys complain about the Chinese and the East Indians. They work. They work. I guess I can't complain about the Mexicans in that same way. At least they work. At least some of them. They go on welfare too. And don't think I'm just like focusing on the Mexicans either. I do not like any illegal aliens in the United States. But that that but then again I, I give up. I gave up long ago. I don't care. The women of the United States decide to vote against the best interests of the men. They decide to vote with their feels and their vaginas and not with their logic, which apparently is painfully lacking amongst the female community, and I don't care. Like, okay, all right. Wait, did you want kids? You wanted kids? Good. They're gonna grow up in this out. Do you have kids? You do. All right. Okay. No, just want to make sure that you had kids because then you get to pay the price. That's the ultimate payment that leftist women, mindless, clueless, dumb leftist women have. 
I just vote for Democrat people because they care about the people and the children and the greater good and all that stuff. It's like, good. You you decide to be lazy. You Truly, intellectually lazy. You didn't think about jack shit at all. You decide to breed because that's your, you know, your imperative. And then you, you decide to vote Democrat and vote for a socialist shithole. Your children will pay. Your children will suffer. And that is, that is the equilibrium. Everybody's like, oh, yeah. Democrats are always winning. They're always getting free shit. Ah, just wait. Just wait. They're children that they love so much. See, then that, that brings up an interesting question. Do Democrats even give a shit about their children? I, I'm, that's a really good question. Because you look at the black single mom community. They, they don't give a crap about the boys they, they breed. They really don't. They don't give a shit about the girls they breed either. They just had sex. Um... And then they're, I mean, unfortunately, uh, we've had more than one client, which is way too much, where the, the mom is all about using the kids to get government benefits. One gal was going to disown her child because he wanted to go join the military. Heaven forbid he, he advanced his life because she'd lose out on Section 8 housing. And that's sadly not the only story I've heard about that. So maybe, maybe I guess, maybe leftists, maybe Democrat women are just rank parasites. Dumb, stupid, clueless rank parasites. But for those of you who aren't like just, you know, ghetto trash or trailer trash and you're abusing your children to you get government aid, which there's many of you out there. Those of you who work hard and then you have, I want my child to have the bad, maybe you ought to reevaluate what the consequences are of voting for socialism. And that's what you're voting for, young ladies. That's what you're voting for. You are voting for socialism. And I'd strongly recommend you look up the history of socialism. Don't immediately go to the Scandinavians where it's all a bunch of conformist white swipple fucks who are about to get ass raped, and it currently are. Right now, there's somebody in Sweden getting ass raped by Somali immigrants. Because diversity is our strength. Wouldn't it be great if Justin Trudeau got raped by you know like a Somali immigrant? That'd be great. I would pay that Somali immigrant $10,000. I'd be like, dude, you raped trust in Trudeau. Here's ten thousand. Now, I, I, you know what? I take a loan out. Here's fifty thousand. Now, dude, you're my fucking hero, man. Okay, you raped Ast- uh, Aston, Justin Trudeau. <laughs> All right, so check out xyz.net.au, businessbuyeradvantage.com. In order to get ahead and take advantage of tax laws and maximize your lifestyle, you need to be in the business for yourself. It's faster, cheaper, easier, and less risky buy an already successful business than it is to try to do a startup. Access tons of free information about how to buy or sell a business at businessbuyeradvantage.com. If you like what you see and want to go deeper by taking a Business Buyer Advantage course online, use the discount code CLARY to get a special price. And that's, uh, you can go there, uh, basically, I know a lot of you don't want to work for you know, for the rest of your lives, you want to buy, you want to be entrepreneurs, you want to be true capitalists. Capitalist meaning you have the capital work for you. It's not a bad word, despite what the inferior people of society say. Uh, check out businessbuyeradvantage.com before you buy a business. Uh, another sponsor, the Clary Podcast, is sponsored by akingscastle.com. Akingscastle.com. A King's Castle is a place for men who want to leave a legacy and advance Western civilization. With daily articles by various authors, lively commentators uh, who have both serious discussion and uh, fun-loving jokes, a forum for more serious discussions, and even the occasional lulls troll 
you will want to make a King's Castle a daily visit or add it to your RSS feed. Whether you are a father, someone who wants to become one, or just a masculine man looking for more than just banging women, boy, ain't that the truth. That's <clears throat> that's how they got it. That's how the Red Pill community kind of got started. Oh, I want to bang women, which is true. But then, then we kind of like, I just have no respect for the PUAs. None. Because they're fake. They're so fake. They're so fake. They make it seem like there's like this formula. Like it's formula. Oh yeah, you gotta do this and you gotta do that. Look at me. I paid a bunch of women that you don't know about to like show up at this bar and make it look like I'm a I'm a fucking sage. And it that that just oh my god. And and what they do is they they are they are correct. They are correct, but then to sell themselves, they completely fabricate the environment by which they meet the women. Like, look at me, hey, I just talked to that girl. Did you know what I do? Oh, Biggie Big Bones uh, Stevens. I uh, do Biggie Big Bones Stevens uh, patented technique. Oh, you didn't do that the right way. I hate those people. I just hate them. Like, no. You know the success to women is failure. Failure. You go, you be the best you can be. You be Cary Grant. You be everything you could possibly be. And then you go and approach women. And you get your ass shot down. Then you fine-tune it a little bit. You tailor it a little bit, you get a little bit more charismatic, and then you still fail miserably, splat on the pavement from 10,000 feet. And then every once in a while, there's a girl who has her guard down, is desperate or sad. (laughs) And in in a momentary lapse of judgment, she'll go home with you or give her your number or give you her number. I guess that's not even a thing. I guess everybody just gets the internet. I don't know. It's been so long. Anyway, that's what the old captain experienced. I, maybe maybe it's different if you go out to nightclubs. I have no idea. Uh, masculine. Uh, King's Castle is the next step in Manosphere sites that will encourage you to become a man with a long-term purpose. That's the key emphasis on that. Kingscastle.com. That is the key. Like I saw it. Oh, my God. Oh my god, last night, guys, holy shit. <clears throat> I ran into a guy, I won't mention his name, because he wasn't rude or anything like that. Well, okay, he was rude, but he wasn't evil. Here's this guy who makes a lot of money. I looked him up. And his game was so bad. His life was so sad. Uh, that he was hitting on people at this establishment I went to. Not a strip club, nothing else. Very nice, clean establishment. i got to mention where it was. And all he could do, poorly, was fit in the fact that he was some kind of baller. That he was in, he was in investments in real estate and stocks and bonds and this and that. And he, was a big, he, was a, he was a big dealer. He was a high roller. And in my banking years, I remember those people, every once in a while they might actually have some money. Um, but he was a poser, a complete poser. Even if here's here's how sad it was. Even if he had millions upon millions of dollars in the bank, he was so sad and pathetic the way he always clung to his career and his position. And he was trying to like totally hit on the the waitresses, like you know, like oh, by the way, I mean, you could walk past him. I make a billion dollar deal. I can help you out. Like, yeah, good for you. I don't want a billion dollar deal. I'm set. I'm good. 
That's what that's where I'm afraid PUAs lead to is this scripted formulaic automaton where at the age of 53 you're spewing the same bullshit that you did at 23. And you didn't grow and evolve and become a man like Dennis Megan. You didn't grow and evolve and become a real man like Rolo Tomasi. Uh, even uh, Roosh, even though he's younger than those guys. You know, you, 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 could, you could point to these guys. Okay, there's Ed Lattimore. There's a Rich Cooper. You know, these are guys you look at them like, <clears throat> okay, that's a dude who whether there's a girl or not in his life, he's going to continue on and do his thing and enjoy life. Um, but this guy was just... It was like, I think he graduated from high school in the 80s. And he's still dude-broing it. Still frat boy in his 50s. Uh, no. No. No, no, no. That, that, I guess that's where the route of the PUA goes and where I like a King's Castle a little bit more. Is a King's Castle is like more philosophical. What is it? Look, what are you going to do? Hit on chicks when you're 68? You're not. You're not. You're not Dennis Megan. <laughs> He will because he looks good for his age. Sixty-eight. You want to be that? You want to be that posh uh, Kingsman Sean Connery type of guy. You want to be a grandpa, and I won't be a grandpa, but I, I'm going to have little nieces and nephews. I'm going to have grand nieces and nephews. Most spoiled the motherfucking shit out of those things. What? Here, here's a hundred dollars. Go buy a shit ton of candy. Ah, right, let's go feed ducks. God, I love my fucking nieces and nephews. They're so cool. They almost make me regret, almost make me regret not having kids. And I think about kids. Oh, wait. Ooh. No, 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 no. But that, that's what you want to aim for. You know, the women are going to get ugly. You're going to get old. Your penis is going to get more wrinkly than it already is. You have to admit the penis is pretty wrinkly to begin with. All it is is wrinkles. Isn't it just kind of like wrinkles? That's all it is. Uh, and that, 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 that it, it will go away. And then you could be this guy with the leisure shoot suit on, and you get your unbuttoned, and you got your hair coming out, and like you're all gray and old, and you're hitting. Oh, there's nothing worse than seeing an old man trying to be a player. Nothing worse than that. <clears throat> Those guys deserve the feminists that hate them, because that's all that's left in the market. <laughs> Neville, though, guys do get the upper hand. We do get the upper hand, because we die early. And then you're in the nursing home, and then oh my God, the women are all like, eh. I guess that's the come up, and the the women realize they killed off the men with their bullshit and nagging, and their socialism. And you gotta work more. You gotta work. Uh, I want to be a teacher. I want equality. You go work in the mines, get shot in Afghanistan and Iraq, and walk on minefields. I want to go be a social worker. I like children. Where are all the men? They're dying. I'm 75. I want to find love. Ain't that the cool thing, though? Like, I guess this is the first. We're seeing the, the, the final realization of feminism with the baby boomer women. These women now are in their 70s and 80s. And we're finally seeing that. We're finally starting to see the, the, the baby boomer women are in their 60s, 70s, and 80s. Nah, maybe not their 80s. 80s are still maybe World War II generation or silent generation. You want we should just totally do a documentary on feminist women from the 60s and see where they are now. Where are they today? They're alone, they're bitter, they're angry. Who the hell hangs out with them? They have no family. 
They got nothing. They don't have love. I know it sounds ironic coming from the old Capmeister who was an evil misanthrope asshole consulting professional asshole. But man, what it, the baby boomer feminists, oh my God, where are they today? And that's what's brilliant is you you just follow that shit. You just follow that shit. Like the guys follow the PUAs. Like, hey, you know, fiddly fiddly Frank with his five fucking foibles on how to fuck frauds. Broads, get it? Oh. You're gonna be that guy at the at the at the lounge at the bar trying to pick up on a 50 year old woman when you're 70. Oh, for fuck's sake, no, that's hell, that's hell. And the feminists who like keep, I mean, you got you gals, you feminist uh, baby boomers, you've got to be reciting the Nicene Creed of feminism, whatever it is, every day as you sit there alone with your cats and you try and reconcile the fact that you just pissed away the one shot at life you had, this one poof of existence that you had in life, you just pissed it away, never fell in love. Oh my God, how sad and pathetic. But poetic justice, poetic justice. When you live by hate and jealousy, anger, and rage, the dark side is very bad. Mm. You want to live by the dark side? Okay, there you go. Anyway, go to kingscastle.com. I might even throw it. King's Castle is the next step in Manosphere sites that will, that will encourage you to become a man with long-term purpose. Stop by a King's Castle today. And they have a YouTube channel. You can check that out. Uh, Dr. David Paradin, safetydoc.com. Go through the League of Extraordinary Podcasters here. Entrepreneurs in Cars. I mentioned Rich Cooper. Check him out on YouTube. I have my Amazon affiliate program. You guys know about that. Go there. Then we have my books, of which you guys should all buy. Look, how about this? I know a lot of you like tune in to Asshole Console. Oh, I got to get the cat. And I appreciate it. I understand it. And I make money off of it. And if you have a unique situation pertinent to your to your problem, uh, well, yeah, then contact Asshole Consulting. But a cheaper solution, although it's going to take more time because trust you me, I understand, I hate reading. Why don't you consider buying some of my books? Like I have put all my wisdom I've had in my 40-odd years of experience into these books. And a lot of time your questions will be answered for a fraction of the price that I would charge you. And, and I, just so you know, I charge 35 for an email on average. 25, I'm sorry, 35 for a video on average, 25 for an email on average. And uh goes up and down from there. But for, you know, a lot of my books are eight bucks. For a third of that, for, for a fourth or fifth of that, you can get the book. The only drawback is you got to read the book. But the old captain cares about you anyway because he put it into Audible book because I hate reading myself and I don't like reading. So anyway, the old captain's got his books. There's Reconnaissance Man. If you don't know what to do after high school or if you're in college and you don't know what to do, please read that book. Please, get that. That's better than Worthless right off the... Frankly, if you had to read it in, in, in chronological order, Reconnaissance Man, then Worthless. We got The Black Man's Guide to Poverty. I know there's a lot of uh, uh, black and Hispanic non-white people uh, who tune in. Um, and we appreciate you. But I wrote that book for you guys. I took my uh, poverty background and uh, consulted many black men and then my economics education and put basically together a script, an outline, a roadmap to get out of poverty. And it's not that hard. If anything, it's more philosophical and psychological. So check that out. The black man's got out of poverty. Bachelor pad economics, that's for everybody out there, male or female, but women don't like the truth or numbers or facts or reason or logic 
or evidence or empiricism. So you girls can go ahead and read uh, Oprah's Vagina for all I care. And you can wonder why when you're 72 years old, why can't I find a man? And you're miserable. Does anybody else get happy that the Women's Happiness Index is going down? I was talking to the great Matt Baldoni. He says, one of the greatest things ever is telling people, I told you so. And I don't know why that is. I don't know why it is. I mean, I know it's vindication. I know it's confirmation that you're sane and you are based in the real world. But why do you take pleasure and joy in schadenfreude in people who didn't believe in you or agree with you? Why? why just... Uh, I do. I do enjoy hearing. Why? Well, heck, the last podcast, the women where their eggs were frozen and half of them didn't make it out of the defreezing process. <laughs> Why am I laughing? Why am I laughing? Why am I taking joy in their torment and their failure and misery? It's not like they did anything personally. I guess they did. I guess they like. I guess they invalidated your existence as a male. Like, I don't need no man. and That shouldn't bother you. Maybe it bothers you on a genetic level, but but mentally, intellectually, that shouldn't bother you. Well, you don't need me. Okay, I don't need you. All right, fine. You'd go on with your, your married... Maybe you just like seeing fools get punished. Is that it? Maybe that's what it is. Is There's so much government money and socialism and brainwashing and indoctrination that you get these flippant, arrogant, cock-sucking, egotistical assholes. That's what it is. That's what it is. I wouldn't be cursing otherwise. You get these smug, pompous schmucks who think they know better and then vote against your best interests so that I guess there is a price you have to pay. And then when they live their life the way they're, they they think they're going to and then they're miserable afterwards. I guess Hillary, Hillary Clinton's the perfect example. She makes a ton of money. But man, you want to talk about a miserable person. Woo! I... I guess Hillary Clinton is like every young woman's dream. Like every every girl wants to be like Hillary Clinton. And then you stop and say, have you looked at her? Have you seen her? Tell me, have you seen her? Tell me, have you seen her? Have you seen her? She's a fucking cunt. Do you really want to be Hillary Clinton? But they do. That's I just. I guess maybe it's more like that's what it is. I think it's not only vindication, but it's confirmation you're sane. Like, what? Wait, am I losing it? Am I, am I the crazy one here? And then, oh no! Look at how miserable she is. Ooh, look at what that Hillary girl did. Oh wow, man! <whistles> Don't want to be that. Ooh, bad, bad. All right. Anyway, so you guys can get bachelor pad economics. Worthless, the young person's indispensable guide to choosing the right major. Enjoy the decline. For those of you who think Trump is going to build a wall, he's not. For those of you who think the United States has a future, it doesn't. I've started reevaluating my investment philosophy. And I think instead of buying property out in South Dakota, I might buy property in Cambodia or New Zealand or something like that. I have to do more research. Actually, what I should do is just contact uh, Andrew Hendrickson, nomadcapitalist.com. I should just pay him. Like, okay, Andrew, where the fuck should I go? Like, go here. I'm like, okay. That'd be the simplest thing. That's what. Thank God for him. Thank God for him. Um, 
for those of you who know him personally, yes, yes, he's he's a younger nerdy guy, but God bless him because younger nerdy guys, I don't know, they build fucking society. But check out Nomad Capitalist, Andrew Hendrickson. And for those of you who are looking to move out of the United States or like have a plan B before, you know. My biggest fear is that like I'm going to be an old guy dependent on, you know, I got to go into the medical field. You know, I got to go to a hospital or something. And frankly, it's going to be not white or nor Asian people. And I know I got a lot of black and Hispanic listeners. I know that. This is not to besmirch you guys. You guys tune in. But let's just be frankly honest. Do you want black or Hispanic people, like the, the gal who let the World War II guy die? Really? Who, who do you want operating on your heart? No offense. I want either a Jew or an Asian and not a white. I want, I want one of those guys working on my heart. I want the top-notch fucking people. And when you throw in this indoctrinated hatred for white people and males, not to mention I got a penis. Let's not forget that. Not only do I have the sin of being born white, I got one of those fucking cannons down there, one of the guns of fucking Navarone. Bada boom, bada bing. I got a penis. And, you know, what if I get some feminist, indoctrinated, non-white uh, leftist nurse who, like, feeds me the wrong shit because she's an actual racist and sexist? And then, you know, you guys out there, now it's predominantly men that listen. Okay, let's say you happen to be a Hispanic male or a black male, all right? What, what, if, what if she's just a feminist, period? <laughs> and you, too, have one of the guns of Navarone blessedly planted between your legs. What do you got to worry about that shit? And when I look at the demographics of the United States, like, okay, yeah, whites are going to be half the population in 2045-ish, 2047. Well, yeah, but the young people are going to be predominantly not white and they're going to be indoctrinated in schools to hate white people and to hate males. Like, fuck that. Fuck that. Give me some sexy little nurse in Japan or South Korea, you know? Hey, how you doing? Here's the money. Please make me not die. Or if I'm about to die terminally anyway, please make it as least painful as possible. I don't need no social justice warrior fucking nurse. Well, he has a penis, and he's not, he's, he's white, and he's, uh, he benefited from the patriarchy, he has privilege, I'm gonna fucking cut his nuts off. No, no, no. No, Captain is not gonna be at the behoovement of a Hispanic or black nurse. Terribly sorry, terribly sorry. That is actually racist and sexist. Yeah, if I had to choose, yeah, man, yeah. I'll take, a, I'll take a male um, Hispanic or black guy. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe I'm more worried about the women. Now that I think about it, there's like a code. There's a bro code where it like, I mean, come on, guys. Let's say, let's say you and I, we're like, we're nurses or doctors. And there's like this guy, a different race than us doesn't really matter. You couldn't. You couldn't. Yeah, you know, I, I know he's a man. We got it. We got it. But women, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's what it is. And then that calls into question all the women, because all the nurses, because the vast majority of nurses are women. Oh, God, that's even scarier. Oh, God, I just thought that through. That's worse. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Every guy has got to get out of the United States when they're old. Guys, we, no, I'm, now I'm, not, I'm thinking this through. Think about this. Okay, all the indoctrination that's occurring right now with women, and they hate men. It starts in the schools, and they go into nursing, and diversity, and patriarchy, and privilege. If you got a penis and here's some millennial or Gen Z girl nurse. Oh, God, Jesus Christ. That's not good. That's not good. Oh.
See, it boils down to laziness. I just don't, it's like, you know, you, you get back home from the end of the day, you got to work like, oh, fuck, now I got to figure out a place to go buy property in Cambodia. I got to go to some place in New Zealand. I got to go buy a, buy, a, buy a property in Malaysia. What the fuck? Oh, Jesus. You just want to sit and relax and take it easy. Oh, wow. That's the real threat, isn't it? I mean, there's the racial component now, isn't there? But, man, the women is... Oh, wow. That's not good. No wonder men die earlier. <laughs> women not only metaphorically kill men before... They, they might actually kill you. Oh, my God. Have you thought about that? Gen Z girls. Completely indoctrinated. Oh, God. Oh, God. Jesus Christ. No wonder we commit suicide here. We choose to. All right. Uh, enjoy the decline. Curse of the high IQ. That's for everybody tuning in. Regardless of whether you have peni or your skin pigmentation. And then we have poor Richard's retirement. That's for everybody who has not saved up enough for retirement. If you haven't saved up enough for retirement, then you should go ahead and get that book. Now, listen, man. I like the news. You guys like the news? All right. We're going to go to the world of... Uh... There's no other way to say it, pussies. In Portland, um, I'm not joking. I, I know I know Jack Donovan's out there. Well, he's not really in Portland, but uh, I'm sorry, uh, all you Portland males, you're pussies. America, like Seattle, yeah, something going on there. They got Boeing. They got the Puget Sound. There's something. Uh, uh, but Portland, when we think Portland, we think fat white land whales and pussy men. And we don't think that's what it is. When I say, oh, I'm from Portland, I'm like, I, I, and I'm a small guy. I'm not even a buck 50. I dropped down below a buck 50 two days ago. Hit the, I'm like, oh, crap. Uh, but I did transfer uh, fat into muscle so because I, I was working out. Uh, but like, I, I'm not afraid of any man in Portland. I'm just not. I'm just not. Now, don't don't you guys, oh, he's a boxer. And he's like, okay, I'm sure there are some men, there are some real men in Portland. But on average, even with my, you know, small, demure size, I think I could take at least half the guys in Portland. And that's not bullshit. That's, that's an accurate assessment. Even though, like, more than half are larger than me because you're a bunch of fucking liberal pussies. You have no testosterone. I could overpower you. I could grapple you. I could put you in various bars. I just, I'm sorry that, and and you deserve it. You guys deserve it because Portland is filled with pussies. I don't even know if the United States Army would go and save you. Like if 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 China invaded, like oh my God, China's invading Portland. Most of them, like, Trump would. Most of the country would be like, eh. <laughs> If you invaded the Castro, let me show you how much of pussies you guys in Portland are. If China tried to invade the Castro district of San Francisco, we might take a little bit of price. Say, hey, those are our faggots. Those are our, that's Castro district is us. That's America. Fuck you. And San Francisco may be the most liberal, but at least it's, but you Portlanders are the most wannabe, pathetic, sad, just, just, just detestable, inferior human beings. Like, uh, you can fucking have it. 
I don't even know if it'd make the news. China could land an entire fucking, you know, three divisions right on Portland's coast. Like, yeah, fuck it. San Francisco, much as we hate Californians, because we hate Californians. Like, what? Well, that's our people they hate. We hate those fucking liberal faggots. And then it's not even gay. It's just you're a bunch of faggots. It has nothing to do with gay. We just hate you that much. But Portland, oh my God. Oh my God, you bearded faggots. I, I, I just don't even know if we'd give a damn. I just don't know. Seattle's got... What's Portland? What's Oregon? Oregon's like this fucking... You know, it's like Russia. Yeah, you can fucking have Alaska. We don't care. There you go, Seward. All right, let's go delve into the world of Portland faggotry. Again, not gay. Not gay. Just, just you guys are faggots. Portland's bet on forcing developers to build affordable housing is getting lackluster results. Now Mayor Ted Wheeler wants to offer a sweeter deal. Oh, oh, really? Here's what's cute. Let's st- you, you don't even have to go past the article or the, the headline. The mayor thinks that he's in control. It, it just shows you the cardinal sin or the erone- cardinal erroneous assumption of leftists. They think they control things. They completely ignore the 320 million Americans that exist that actually that constitute the country. They constitute the state of, of Oregon. They constitute the population of Portland. L- little Mr. Ted Wheeler, the pussy that he is. I, I'm a, I don't even know if I'm going to look him up. I don't have to. He's a Portlander. He's a faggot. Um, he thinks that he's in command. That with his whatever social justice warrior liberal arts degree that never worked and c- contributed one penny, guarantee you, Ted Wheeler's never contributed one penny of GDP. He's never produced something that other people wanted and willingly forfeited their money for. He's been a parasite his entire life. He's required the state to have guns pointed to people say, if you don't pay your taxes, Ted Wheeler ain't going to get paid. He has been a parasite on society. And, and you Portlanders, faggots that you are. You constantly vote for him. But he wants to offer a sweeter deal. Uh, Ted, fag Ted, pussy Ted, inferior human being. More inferior than Down Syndrome people. And I like Down Syndrome people because they didn't, they didn't vote that. You consciously chose to be an inferior person because you're a lazy fuck. You don't tell the people what to do, you smug little Fuck. I don't even have to look you up, Ted. I don't have to look you up. Because I know with your attitude, I'm going to offer a sweeter deal. Now, I admit this is the Portland Mercury uh, saying that. Uh, But, Ted, you don't control this. Here's a foreign concept for you leftists. It's the people that matter. Not the government, not the state, not your liberal arts degrees, not your degrees from the Kennedy School of Management of the Harvard School of Suck Dick. Right? It's the people. And when you start putting the people first instead of your career and your laziness and your complete cowardice towards actually working a real job, then it makes a little bit more sense. You don't tell the people what to do. As a statesman, which you're not, you're a politician, you're not a statesman, Ted, faggot. You ask the people, what do you want and how can I make it easier for the people to do what they want? 
you have a crusade. You are a tyrant. You think your personal, political, philosophical, ideological ideas and principles are more important than people's right and willingness and desire to live free lives. So, I love it when liberal politicians, and Ted is. I don't even have to look him up. Here's, here's what's sad about you, Ted. I don't even have to look you up. I know what a little piece of shit liberal leftist faggot you are. I'll look you up later just to confirm I'm right. And you, and what's even sadder for Ted is he's not like anything conscious. He's not anything willful. He's not a man who decided, I'm going to become mayor. He got elected by an equivalent amount of leftist faggots over in Portland. Dennis Sackoff doesn't build a parking lot if he can help it. So last year, the Beaverton-based developer jumped at the chance to scratch an expensive underground parking garage for an apartment building he plans to build in the Kearns neighborhood. So, you know, you guys all like mass transit, right? How's, how's traffic in Portland? Is it, good as, is it good as in Seattle? In July, city records show Sackhoff's Urban Development Group scrapped plans to build a four-story, 74-unit building with a 64-stall parking garage at Northeast Everett and 28th. Instead, the company now plans to build a 119-unit building at the site with no parking spaces. I'm sure that'll work well. But you see, it's environmental. We're forcing people not to use cars. Fuck what the people want, right, Ted? Fuck the people. It's your ideology that matters. It's the type of project that has made Sackhoff despised in some Portland neighborhoods. Why is he despised? He's only doing, he's doing condensed urban development with no cars. He is trying to be environmental. Why don't you people in Portland support that? Oh, because you're all a bunch of hypocritical faggots. Portland, land of faggots. And I am pro-gay Mary. I'm pro-gay. I'm, I'm taking back the word faggot. You know how the gays took queer? Yeah, we're taking back the word faggot. So go fuck yourself, faggots. It's the type of project that has made the Sackhoff despi- uh, despise the some Portland neighborhoods, but city officials wish more developers would follow his lead. That's because in exchange for a break in building parking stalls, Sackhoff will make 18 of the building's 119 units affordable. A year ago, Portland City Council enacted Inclusionary Housing, IH, a new policy requiring any apartment building of 20 units or more to rent a portion of them below market rates. Okay, let's stop right here. We're just going to stop right here. Do you Portlanders, faggots, understand you don't own your property? Minneapolis did this too. They started saying, well, you have this requirement, you have that requirement, you have to accept app, uh, Section 8 applications, you don't have to approve them, you have to accept them. Do you understand that you don't own your property? That you belong to this large HOA that has forever increasing fees called the Municipality of Portland, headed up by faggots like Ted, whatever is Wheeler, that's his name. See, you don't actually own your property. You forked over all this money, you think that you own it, and, and I know I'm trying to instill some concepts of freedom and individuality and choice. Uh, but unless it's aborting babies, you leftists don't give a shit. Uh, you don't own your property in Portland. 
You don't. Say, oh, I'm going to build this. Oh, wait, 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 wait. We have some, we have some requirements. Well, who the fuck you? We're the city council. Uh, excuse me. This is a transaction between me and the person that's selling property. What do I, I mean, I understand like, you know, we got to have some safety requirements. We have to like, you know, make sure it's fire codes and stuff like that. Who the fuck do you give a shit? That well, we need votes from poor people. Otherwise us leftist people can't jerk off to ourselves in the mirror. So you really don't own your property. Although Sackoff is very smart. He's very shrewd. He's an opportunist. He'd make a good politician. Not statesman, a good politician. He's like, what? How much? Okay. I don't have to build parking stalls? Sounds good to me. Does the money make sense? You leftists are all about anti-government, anti-corporation, anti-lobbying. And then and then you, you set up all these rules that then corporations glom onto and opportunize themselves on. And then you're like, oh my God, you, you did corporations. You set up the rules. Hey, I always love it. Oh, corporations get tax breaks. Well, what are the loopholes? Well, why not have zero corporate taxes? And then you'd have every corporation in the world trying to set up business here to create jobs and hire people and like grow the economy and then there wouldn't be no more loopholes. It's the exact same thing as the drug trade. Like, you guys are all about pot, right? You guys all want pot? You want your drugs? You left this inferiors? Well, why don't we make drugs legal and then we don't have the war on drugs and uh, poor people who are, like, you know, they got possession, they're not sitting time in jail, which I'm all for. Well, I know you leftists aren't, aren't smart enough to understand that concept because you're inferior people. And you are. You are very inferior people. Right now, as your brain's thinking, well, hey, wait a minute, he made a point. Uh, 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 uh. No, no, I don't want you to think. I don't want you to think. Don't think. I want you to focus on the fact that I called you inferior and get your fucking tits in a bundle and your panties in a bundle, all right? Uh, yeah. A new policy requiring any apartment building of 20 units or more to rent a portion of them below market rates from 30 to 80% of the city's median family income depending on the option a developer selects. Oh, so it's up to the developer. Yeah, that's right. You left this never worked. You guys don't know how to put up sheetrock, do you? You don't know how to frame. You don't know how to plumb. You don't know how to wire electronics, do you? No, you're all a bunch of liberal arts majors who say, I want other people's money to go to these people. Ah, vote for me because vagina, because of skin color, because of gender identity. When the city implemented the policy, detractors warned the new rules would simply ensure developers stop building here. <laughs> you mean the people that actually work for a living told the parasites who act as like governors and city council people who like just give away free shit because professors told me to 15 years ago. I'm a Gen X manager at a city council. You didn't listen to the people that actually produced the shit? That's interesting. Very interesting. Uh, when the city implemented the policy, detractors warned the new rules would simply ensure developers stop building here. City, col- city officials argued IH, uh, inclusionary housing, would force the private market to create much-needed affordable units in Portland's building boom. Y- y- really? How did you argue? What was your reason or logic? See, you know, you liberals all champion yourselves on, uh, uh, what was it? Uh, critical thinking. You argued IH would force the private market to create much-needed affordable units in Portland's housing boom? How? How? 
Explain to me how that would work. See, here's the problem you leftists don't understand. For people to give up their money, to give up their capital, which is normal everyday people through mutual funds, real estate investment trusts, ETFs and all that, pensions. I know you you liberals are big on pensions. That money goes somewhere and they need a rate of return. Now the pension managers or the, uh, what we call them, stewards of this money, mutual fund managers, or just people who independently invest, they're going to give you money and why would they give you money? Well, because you're going to pay them more than the money they gave you. But you guys are so affixed upon the government tit of taxpayer money, you're used to not having a rate of return. And you are so brainwashed by that, you don't think like, well, we're going to ask private people to give up their money to build government housing for poor people so they vote for me and I can jerk off to my vagina even though I'm a guy because I'm Ted Wheeler. Uh, You expected people to, what, give you free money for shit? I know you did because you're Ted Wheeler and you've never worked a real job in your life. Um, But this this sentence right here, city officials argued IH would force the private market to create much-needed affordable units in Portland's housing boom. That's an erroneous assumption because I I know this may shock you. People, be they rich or they poor, white-collar, blue-collar, 401k, IRA, they expect a fucking rate of return, you inferior, ignorant, inferior piece of human fuck Ted Wheeler. They're not going to build... Because they need, why would somebody spend $100 million on a development only to make $80 million back? And that's, that's the pure nature. that It exposes, this belies the true nature of the Ted Wheelers of the world. You're parasitic. You expect everybody just to give you money. We'll look up Ted Wheeler later, but I guarantee you, he ain't no engineer. He ain't no real man with a degree in accounting or a CPA or a prestigious career as a medical doctor or a surgeon. He's probably some liberal arts majoring fuck who never worked a real job and he's like Justin Trudeau, just lives off of other people's money. Man, is Justin Trudeau a faggot. Speaking of faggots, country of faggots. It'd be called Kanakistan. No, we're going to call it Kafagistan. Fag, shady, shady, fag, fag, shady, shady, fag, fag. How do you do? How do you do? Uh, a year into the policy. Oh, now here, here comes the real world, Ted. Hey, Ted, ready to get your ass raped? A year into the policy, the detractors seem to be winning. Oh, it's called reality. Apartment construction important has fallen off a cliff. And I didn't realize how much of a cliff it was. I'm like, ah, you know... You guys thought the stock market was crashing when it lost 3% of its value. And I know this is, this is a serious cliff. Though there's still ambiguity as to whether IH or other market forces are the key reason. Ah, uh, no. No, you little liberal faggot. Who's, who's the faggot in the... Dirk Vanderhart. Hey, Dirk, get your ass back to Denmark. Uh, meanwhile, Ted Mayor Ted Wheeler is planning to sweeten the deals... That the city offers developers to convince them to build. It's so cute he thinks he's the one with the cards. We think we could do better, Wheeler told the Mercury this week. In March, I will be bringing an ordinance to the city council 
that will give the Housing Bureau Authority to add some incentives. Oh, incentives! Oh, well, shit! Fucky whippity ding! He's got he's got incentives. So far, uh, IH's results are underwhelming, according to the city's Bureau of Development Services. Twelve qualifying buildings with a total of 682 units have applied for permits since the IH policy went into effect in February 1 of 2017. Under IH, those uh, so this is a year old. Under IH, we got a year of data. Those projects could bring in anywhere between. Anywhere from 55 to 170 below market units. So you are going to house, out of the hundreds of thousands of poor people, 55 to 170. Let's double it. So 110 to 340 people. Why don't you liberals just, like, make it easier for businesses to do business in your place? Instead of taxing people who are productive, why don't you... Encourage productive people to come to your your municipality. Oh, that would remind all the inferiors of how inferior they are. As superiors came in and produced things, and then you bitch and whine about your wages. And I, I, I just, I, uh, Portland deserves exactly what it is. Portland is its own punishment. Portland punishment. Depending on the options the owners select, not all developers have decided, so an actual number of affordable units isn't clear. Whatever the case, 682 is a huge drop-off for a housing market that from 2013 to 2017, that includes a little bit of the tail end of the housing crisis bubble, typically built between, are you ready? All right. They had 682 applicants for new things, uh, buildings. What did they have for 2013-2017? Anyone want to guess? Between 3,000 and 6,000, almost 10 times, 5 to 10 times, the new units per year, and the number doesn't give the complete picture. Sackoff, for instance, could have elected to avoid the IH, IH rules altogether in the current project since it was underway before IH kicked in. Observers say his urban development group made a calculated decision to build affordable units in exchange for a reprieve on building a hugely expensive parking garage. Fuck what people want, right, Portland? You guys are going to pay for more parking. But look at the economics here. Look, this is, this is when leftists who never worked a real job in their lives and have been raised as faggots enter the real world. You say, we just want things and fuck the real world and fuck what reality is and fuck what developers want and fuck what investors want. We're just going to declare things like communists in Soviet Russia because things just happen because I decree it because I'm Ted Wheeler and I'm a pussy. They went from 680, they went from three to 6,000, let's just call it what, uh, 4,500? We'll call it 4,500. 4,500 units now down to 682. Well, we don't know if it's if it's this policy. Yeah, it is the policy. It is the policy. I'm not going to read through this anymore. Let's look up. Let's look up Ted Wheeler, shall we, ladies and gentlemen? Hang on, I'm going to set this down. Let's look up Ted Wheeler. Why do I feel that when I look him up, I'm going to see an effeminate guy like those guys at BuzzFeed? That uh. Did their testosterone testing. Um, Ted Wheeler. Oh, he's an actor. Ted Wheeler, mayor. 
Oh, look at him. Look at him. There's not an ounce of testosterone in this faggot. He's probably straight. He's a baby boomer. He's 55 years old. Edward. Wait, what happened? What happened? Why did we move? I don't want a list of mayors. Areas. Oh, look at this faggot. Ted, you're a faggot. You and I can meet anytime you want in a dark alley. He's an American politician and current mayor of Portland, Oregon. He served on Oregon State Treasurer, appointed blah, 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 blah. Do we want to do a clarity test on this inferior piece of shit? Sixth generation Oregonian. Wheeler was born in Portland. Including graduation from Lincoln High School. He received a bachelor's degree in economics, which is worthless. He earned an MBA. Worthless. From Harvard. Oh, my goodness. Harvard is so smart. That's why this guy says, we're just going to decree that you guys build shit here for free people and loafers and parasites. Um... Where did he grow up? State treasurer, mayor, tenure, abortion. Oh, they're going through his political stuff. Personal life. Wow, he's an Eagle Scout. I wouldn't see. I wouldn't have seen that there, uh, Ted. I would not have seen that. He summited Mount Everest in 2002. Oh, he actually might have. Oh, he pulled Ironman triathlons. He might be able to kick my ass. Where are your parents? How did you afford this? I might have to eat some crow pie. He actually seems like a real man in physics. Find the loss of 16... Co-fund class of lawsuit. Blah, 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 blah. Blah, blah, blah. Personal life. When did he run? He's a Democrat, of course. What do the Dem- What do the Republicans get? They only get like. Uh... Good Christ! There's no Republicans even on the ticket. Republicans got forty two percent over in Oregon. That's impressive. I guess there are some real men that work on it. He just seems like he reminds me of the one of the mayors in Minneapolis. He was like this marathon runner, and he was a trust fund baby. State treasurer, blah, 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 Democratic. Okay, he's a fag who could probably kick my ass. I'm impressed. I'm impressed he climbed Mount Everest. I'm impressed he's a triathlon. Uh, But that doesn't mean he's not a faggot. Good for him. He does have testosterone. Although he looks, it's weird. Like, here's a guy who, like, if you look at him, you're like, that's not a guy with testosterone. But then he's got all these physical accomplishments and feats. Education, environmental issues, personal life. He didn't come from... He came from wealth. You can't be climbing Mount Everest and running marathons and doing all that. Well, good luck to you, Ted, you little faggot. That's all right. Let's let's do some more podcasts. Where did it go? Poodcast. Here it is. Entrepreneurs of cars. We did all that. Ron Guts. Oh, hey. Let's talk about Adam Pickett. Adam Pickett, our good friend, our Australian friend who abandoned Australia because you Australians don't like yourselves and you just can't wait to flay yourselves in front of the 
Altar of Diversity. Uh, he's written a couple books, Ron Guts, Paul Cones, and Pushing Rubber Downhill. Pushing Rubber Downhill is an absolute must for all of you if you want to see the chronicles of what it takes to be a real man. Um, and I cannot emphasize that enough. Uh, it, it is a great book. Tune into his podcast by tuning into his blog, pushingrubberdownhill.com. You can read his writings. You can download it. I wonder if he's got a... Does he yet? Hang on. Let's look this up. Let's see if we got it. So I can listen to something. Rubberdownhill.com. Does he have a new podcast up? Podcast. Click on the podcast link. Does he have it up? Does he? Hey, 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 hey. Oh, the breast episode. All right. Hey, what's this? All right. The Capmeister is going to download this. I bet you they're going to make me. How do I download it? More. Download. How do I download this, Adam? You didn't. You didn't. I don't think you allowed it for download. Ah, God damn it, Adam. All right, I'm just going to have to listen to it on the thing. All right. So check him out, push, uh, pushingrubberdownhill.com. Uh, Rolo Tomasi, rationalmail.com. Buy his booze at tapwhiskey.com. Assholeconsulting.com. Jacobsadultplayground.com. Visit there if you want to come to uh, Vegas. Visit there first. Get some deals. Conservativebrew.com. Go there and get yourself some coffee that isn't made by leftists. Boop, 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 boop. I'm not doing the League of Extraordinary podcast. The only one I'm going to mention is uh, John Grant because he actually does plug me. 405media.com. Everybody else is kind of like, oh, fuck Larry. I do cheer him on. I'll even cheer on, uh, what's his name? Chris Beckloff, the Beckloff. You can find him on YouTube. Good kid, good guy. Younger brother that needs a lot of guidance and less swift kick in the ass to get his ass in gear. Yes, Chris, I'm talking to you. It's painful that you live at home with your dad and you have that IQ and you're just like sitting there doing podcast, which is nothing wrong with doing podcasts, but um, you need a little swift kick in the ass to go do something better with your life. Soon you'll be 40. Then you'll be making fun of, uh, what is it, the amazing atheist. And they'll be like, well, how are you much different than that? I know you're intellectually way different than that, but like living-wise, how are you much different than that? Aaron, are you slamming on people that you like? Yes, that's that's why I love them. Dr. David Paradin, Safety Doc Podcast. Tune in to him if you got kids. Oh, MTFU now. Man the fuck up now. MTFUnow.com When we started our brand, we just wanted to sell cool t-shirts and hoodies. Oh, hang on. i got to expand this. Really? Wow. Okay, i got to change the... There we go. When we started our brand, we just wanted to sell cool t-shirts and hoodies. But the brand quickly became something more than just another apparel brand became a symbol for people who were fed up with the direction of our country, is going. MTFU is about taking responsibility for your decisions and actions. MTFU is about standing up for what you believe in, despite what other people think. MTFU is being the person you were meant, you were meant to be, 
instead of what other people wanted you to be. It has nothing to do with gender, race, or economics. It has to do with living your life to your potential and helping others around you do the same. Lifting each other up instead of tearing each other down. We promise to do our part, but we'll need your help to change the world. Please help us by joining the MTFU revolution at mtfunow.com. Meaning, manthefuckupnow.com. So that's all those guys there. And that's it. All right, uh, that's the Clary Podcast. Um, the old Clapmeister is, is is tired. He's very tired. I'm going to go sit in the hot tub that I just fired up. And uh, we'll see you kids later. Tools. <laughs>